This is Focal Point for Thursday the 17th of February 2011. Wikis. Welcome to Focal Point, the podcast that shows you how to tap into the power of the internet in your business and your life. Now it's over to your hosts, Chris Padney and Gihan Pereira for this week's edition. G'day Gihan, how are you doing? I'm happy Chris, how are you? I'm pretty well. I'm surviving this heat wave that we're experiencing in Perth at the moment. Yeah, it's kind of normal for February, though, isn't it, for it to be this warm? It is. Cool. Well, today we're going to discuss building your own wiki. And we first discussed wikis on Focal Point way back in August 2007. So we thought it was high time we revisited the subject. And today we're going to focus on building your own wiki. And you probably noticed that wikis have been in the news recently. Firstly, Wikipedia, the online encyclopedia, celebrated its 10th anniversary recently. And also WikiLeaks has been the focus of much media attention since releasing thousands of US diplomatic cables and then Sweden's subsequent efforts to extradite from the UK WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. So we thought we've got several good reasons to discuss wikis. And today we're going to focus on exactly what is a wiki and then why a wiki might be useful to you in your personal profession or professional life. And if so, and you want to set one up, how do you do, how do you go about doing that? So, Gihan, do you want to kick things off? Yeah, sure. I guess we should start with what's a wiki. And uh, I guess people don't really understand what it is. They know about Wikipedia and they've heard about WikiLeaks. But in brief, a wiki is just a website. And the difference is it's a website that lots of people can edit. So you know that there are other kinds of websites on the Internet, such as blogs and forums, which are discussion groups, and, and of course, lots and lots of normal kind of websites. And a wiki is just a special kind of website. And as I said, it's the ability to for multiple people to edit the website that makes it special. So if I was to contrast it with some of the other kinds of websites, if you think about a wiki versus your normal personal website or your business website, typically only one person normally edits a website. Or there may be a team of people who do it, but there's a group of people who are editors and most people just view the website. Um, a blog is slightly different. So a blog is also a website, but a blog is something which is added to rather than edited. So typically one person posts something on their blog and other people can comment on it. So you could say that lots of people are contributing to the website, but they don't all go around editing the, the individual blog posts. And the third one is a wiki, if you compare that to, say, a discussion forum or an online community. So like blogs, forums are typically added to rather than edited. So anybody can start a new forum topic for discussion and other people can uh, then comment on it. And in that, in that sense, you get a conversation which grows over time with lots of people contributing, but it's not something where people go and edit the one page. So that's the difference between that and uh, and those things and wikis. So wikis are pretty much like normal websites, but with the ability for a number of people to go in and edit them. And I guess the two most famous ones are the ones that you've already mentioned, Chris, Wikipedia and WikiLeaks, and both of them have made news fairly recently. Yeah, I'll talk a bit about Wikipedia, which is an online encyclopedia. It can be edited collaboratively. It's in multiple languages. It has over three and a half million um, articles in English and a total of around 17 million articles altogether. Volunteers from around the world uh, contribute to it either by um, editing articles or discussing the articles themselves. It was launched way back in 2001 by Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger. Um, so as I mentioned, it's just celebrated its, um, its 10th anniversary. It's 
it claims to be the largest and most popular online reference work. And according to Alexa, which is a website that ranks these kind of things, it ranks around seventh um, uh, amongst all other websites, having around 365 million readers. And the term Wikipedia is a combination of two words. Wiki, which is a Hawaiian word meaning quick, and wiki is, of course, uh, the technology that we're discussing today, and encyclopedia. I'm curious, Chris, have you ever edited anything on Wikipedia? I have, yep, many times. Usually it's um, typos, so if I'm reading an article and there's an obvious grammatical or spelling error, then I just click the edit link and away you go. It's fixed. That's that's really what Wiki's about. You can edit them, so you should. How about you? No, no, I never have. I've, I've referred to Wikipedia quite a lot, and we've talked about this before as a, as a starting point for doing research, but I've never gone in and edited anything. Right. Yeah, I just feel that you should because you get value from it and you can improve it. Um, so, you know, just simple fixes like that improve its quality. I haven't necessarily contributed content. I've just helped to polish it a bit. Yep, great. Now, the other uh, wiki that's been in the news, of course, is WikiLeaks, and that's a, a website that uh, allows you to submit uh, private, secret, or classified media. Uh, you do so anonymously, so it can come from a variety of sources. Uh, it was launched in 2006 by the Sunshine Press organization, and they claimed that they had a database of over 1.2 million documents within a year of launching. Uh, the founders of WikiLeaks are a combination of Chinese dissidents, journalists, mathematicians, uh, tech company, uh, startup tech company uh, founders, and they come from the US, Taiwan, Europe, Australia, and South Africa. And uh, the founder, uh, Julian Assange, well, he, he sort of claimed to be the founder or, or recognized as the founder, is uh, Julian Assange, an Australian internet activist. Now, it's called WikiLeaks because originally the site was set up like a wiki, so anyone could come along and edit uh, articles on WikiLeaks or, or leave comments, but since then they've moved away from that towards a model that's uh, a more traditional publication model and you can no longer edit articles or leave comments. Yeah, so really WikiLeaks is no longer a wiki, is it, even though it still, uh, still has a name? Exactly, that's right. And, and the newer competitors to WikiLeaks, like OpenLeaks, they've even got rid of the name Wiki because they realise that it's more about whistleblowing and, and publishing leaks rather than being a collaborative uh, website. That's right, yeah. It's, uh, the focus is on leaks rather than Wiki. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, guess the, the big question that people often ask about Wikis is that, you know, we said at the start that a Wiki is a website that anybody can edit, and that just sounds like a recipe for disaster because you can imagine if, if you open up your website to allow anybody to edit it, it really sounds like you're just opening it up to graffiti, vandalism, corruption, <laughs> competitors putting in wrong information and all sorts of problems. And that, to be fair, that does happen on, Wiki, on Wikipedia, for example, from time to time. A couple of days ago, uh, on Monday, uh, angry Justin Bieber fans vandalised the Wikipedia page of somebody else, another artist who beat him in the Grammys. And I went and had a look at the, the history because with any Wikipedia page, you can look at the changes that have happened over time. And so I, was, I read the news report about and went to the page and had a look at the history. And there's just people, just, it's just complete vandalism and graffiti and putting silly comments onto the Wikipedia page. But as, as normally happens with Wikipedia, that got cleaned up pretty quickly. So equally, there are other people cleaning up the page. And so that's what happens with Wikipedia. There are enough people editing it that, that eventually you end up with accurate information. And that's, that's typical of something like Wikipedia, which has a lot of people editing it. Now, for your own website, you may not have lots of people visiting it all the time and 
monitoring it and keeping an eye on it. But typically, you don't make your main website a wiki, especially if you've got a commercial uh, site that's that's the face of your business, the online face of your business. You certainly don't make that editable by everybody. It's very rare to see a main business website that anyone can edit. So you use webs, uh, you use wikis for other purposes. So Chris, both you and I have wikis in our workplace. So maybe I'll just ask you what you're using yours for, and then I'll explain what I use mine for as well. Yeah, the company I use that I work for has an internal wiki, and we use that to document the projects that we work on. So in my case, that's software development. So if anyone comes along later on and needs to work on the software I've developed, then there's documentation that those developers can refer be referred to. And also there's also documentation for users of those systems and those projects. Uh, and that's just that's just one small area of the wiki because there's biologists and chemists also contributing to the wiki. So uh, just the software development view of it is, uh, is documentation, but there's a whole lot of other stuff in there as well that's uh, particular to other roles within the company. And I use my, uh, I've got a wiki that we've set up in First Step, my web design company, and we use it in a similar way, it's just much, on a much smaller scale, because there are three of us who get access to it. There's myself, there's Ray who manages the help desk, and Natasha who manages the graphic design for our, for our business. And what we have is we just have an online wiki, which is private, it's password protected, but it has all our internal procedures, so that whenever any of us needs to do something internally, when dealing with clients or doing some graphic design task or just looking for reference work and being able, being able to help people or run projects, we go online to the wiki and we can read what's on there. Now, I used to have online documentation on a private website, but just recently in the last three months, I've converted it all to a wiki, which means that anybody in the team can make a change when they need to. So if somebody reads the documentation, finds it slightly out of date, they'll go in and make the change. Whereas in the past, they used to send, send me an email saying, can you please change this? And that used to, I, I did do it, but it was just another little task for me, whereas now they just go online and do it themselves. So I guess both are examples, Chris, both yours and, and mine, uh, where wikis are used for private websites within an organization or a group. So in, in this case, they're, they're, as, as I explained, there are definite benefits to be able to, for lots of people to be able to edit the wiki. So I guess if you look at uh, the three big benefits of wikis, I think they're three Cs. It's more collaborative, it's more compact, and more changeable. And so what I mean by that is that, let's say collaborative, it's much more collaborative than a website, a blog, or a forum, because everybody who participates and contributes feels that they have equal ownership of every page. And in fact, they do. They do have the same ability as everybody else to edit a page. So they, they take ownership for it, rather than just adding a little comment to somebody else's blog post. It's more compact because rather than a conversation, like a topic starting, and then you see a whole bunch of comments underneath it, it's, it's, you edit the page, the one page. Everybody's contribution to, to a topic is merged into the one page so that ra- rather than you having to read through a lot of comments to get what everybody said, it's all compacted. And, uh, what you end up with is a concise page that, that summarizes everybody's contributions. And as we talked about already, it's more changeable than a thing like a website, a blog, or a forum, simply because anybody can make a change. And pages are changed rather than just added to. So as a result of that, you get you get a number of different benefits and outcomes as a result of that. And I reckon, if I can list six of them, Chris, so one is the obvious one of accuracy. So wikis tend to be more accurate because people can go in and change them 
um, change them at any time. But also remember the timeliness. As I, as I mentioned, you can change it immediately, which means you don't have to wait for somebody else to change it for you. The second thing is productivity, because everybody is now working from the most up-to-date information. They're not working from old documentation. The third one's a thing called Kaizen. It's a Japanese word which means constant and never-ending improvement. It means that your, your procedures, your systems, in your case, Chris, the, the software system that you're using, that, because lots of people are contributing to it, it actually increases the, the knowledge base and improves the knowledge base over time, not by making big radical changes, but by making lots and lots of small uh, little changes. Uh, I guess it builds a sense of camaraderie, because even with distant teams, like you on the other side of the world, Chris, from your team, and I... On the other side of, well, on the other side of the country and actually in another country with my team. So even with distant teams and even with people who aren't working in a formal team, they just get the feeling that they're contributing to the sum total of human knowledge. So I'm sure, Chris, that you felt good about contributing to Wikipedia because you were making a difference. You were making a change, even though, as you said, most of the changes you make are substantive changes. That's right, absolutely. So I think we've done four. So number five is engagement. People do feel like they're making a real and lasting contribution. So people are more, because they have that sense of ownership, they also feel more engaged. And they feel like, you know, if I find a little mistake, I don't have to just correct it and I'm the only person who knows about it. I'm actually helping the whole organization. And something I mentioned before is the long-term equity, because what you are building is a... The, the wiki that you're building adds to the value of the organization because it does reflect what the organization is doing on a day-to-day basis. And because it's documented and recorded, it actually adds to the value of the business or the, or the club or the organization. So some very compelling reasons for wanting to have a wiki of your own. So the next step then would be going about getting your own wiki. And basically, you've got two broad choices about how to set up your own wiki. The first would be to host the wiki yourself or to use a wiki hosting service. So if you host the wiki yourself, then you're responsible for installing, configuring, and maintaining the wiki software on your own web servers. Now, this has the advantage that you have complete control over the wiki, but the disadvantage is that you require the services of a skilled system administrator to do this for you. It's probably the choice you'd make if the wiki is going to be a private internal wiki that has to be within the company firewall for whatever uh, security reasons your company or organisation might have. And if that's the way you need to go or want to go, then uh, you might consider two of the most popular bits of wiki software, which are MediaWiki, and that's the wiki software that powers Wikipedia. And the one that we use is uh, is more simple. It's called Wicca. I'm going to try that again. It's called Wicca Wiki. Uh, that's what we use uh, for, for our um, software, which is hosted within the organisation. If, on the other hand, you don't need your wiki to be behind a firewall, then you've got the freedom to go with a wiki hosting service. Then all you've got to do is uh, set up your account with that service provider, and they take care of the installation, configuration, maintenance of the wiki service, or wiki software. All that you and your colleagues need to do is to provide the wiki content. So this approach is useful for both public and private wikis, and it's, as I said, it's a good choice if you, it's a good choice if it's okay for your wiki to be in the cloud rather than behind the company's firewall. Uh, and there's a whole host of wiki hosts to choose from. There's one that I came across called wikihost.org. Their wikis are all free, um, and they use um, Google Ads to uh, to generate revenue from the wikis that are built on their hosting service. 
then there's wikispaces.com. They also provide free wikis, uh, as well as some low-cost ones. Again, you've got nothing to install. Then I believe, Gihan, that for your first step wiki, you use ClearWiki. And again, they offer both free and low-cost wikis that are private. So I think they emphasised hosting private wikis rather than public ones. And with so many choices, someone's had the wise idea of setting up a website to compare all the various wiki hosting offerings, uh, and that's at wikimatrix.org. Good, and we'll put links to all of those in the the podcast notes so that you can quickly find them. Um, When I was choosing my hosting service, I, I did consider the idea of getting the downloading the wiki software and installing it myself on my web server. And it seemed fairly straightforward to do, Chris, but I just decided, well, there's somebody who's done this for me and I'm willing to pay. I think ClearWiki charges me $8 a month. And for that, I just sign up for an account. I've got my wiki pages all set up and running and they take care of all the installation, all the backups, all the maintenance. I never have to worry about upgrades or anything like that. It's all hosted and I'm, I'm happy to hand that responsibility over to somebody else for just $8 a month. Yeah, that makes great sense. And, and as you said, it, it's quite often you might choose to host it yourself if you're very concerned about making sure it's behind your own firewall. But for me, I'm quite happy for even this one that's um, – it's not a public wiki. It's a private wiki. It's password protected. But I'm happy that the security is good enough that I'm happy for it to be out on the Internet on a hosted service rather than having the internal yeah, I think the internal choice, uh, the hosting it yourself choice, would really be driven by those security concerns. If you're very concerned about uh, who gets access to your wiki content, then perhaps it needs to be behind a firewall. But otherwise, the wiki hosts are a very compelling choice. Yeah, great. So as with many of the, the Web 2.0 technologies that we've covered over the years, wikis are they're free, and many of the other ones that we talked about are free or low cost and, and pretty easy to set up. So if you think that your organization, whether it's a business or an association or a club or even just a group of people who want to share a common interest, if you think they could get value from a wiki, then we think that we've given you some really good pointers to get started, and it really is easy to set up. It wasn't always that case. Uh, it, sometimes in the past you had to download the software and get somebody to, to install it for you, but we've given you some options here and some reasons why you might in- introduce wikis into your organization. So as I said earlier, I'll provide links to all the websites that we talked about in the podcast notes, in the show notes for today's podcast. Chris, is there anything else that you want to add? I think you've summed it up perfectly, Gihan. Yeah, I think just give it a go because it really does have a lot of advantages, especially if you're collaborating with um, with other people, particularly if they're distant, and you no longer have to feel that there has to be a central clearinghouse for making all changes to your documentation. Absolutely. Great. Thanks, Chris. Really enjoyed this conversation. Speak to you again soon, Gihan. Okay. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Focal Point Podcast. You can find us on the web at www.focalpointpodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast, listen to our past episodes or leave us your comments or questions. We look forward to having you back next time.